You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today I have a very interesting guest and we will be discussing the most important keys to building a powerful personal brand. What is personal brand all about and how and why do you need PR and how do you build powerful personal brand and how do you monetize it? So my guest today is JJ. JJ is an Australian-born international speaker, PR and media specialist, and personal brand advisor. Jay founded a digital PR and media agency, ASOS Pates, that helps grow and scale personal brands. At age 15, Jay started his full-time career as a magician. He started his YouTube channel in 2011, focused on magic tricks that has generated over 57 million views. In 2021, Jay founded his digital PR and media agency, ASOS Pates, which focuses on growing and scaling personal brands. This success earned him the opportunity to launch several other careers as a television personality and motivational speaker on stages in 30 different countries, as well as many placements on television and other media as well. Throughout his career as a PR and media specialist and personal brand advisor, Jay has been featured in multiple TV shows, Fox News, Business Insider, NBC, Forbes, ABC News, Entrepreneur, and other famous media outlets. So today, Jay and I will be discussing how to build a personal brand, what are the key elements, and main concept why is it important to build a personal brand the best advice on how to grow the personal brand and how to monetize it and the biggest misconceptions of pr what is return on investment on pr and so much more but before we dive in don't forget to subscribe rate and review not basic blonde podcast on apple podcasts 
Hi, Jay. So glad to have you on my podcast. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad I, you know, I thought I'd rock a little pink with you yourself. You know, I knew I had this today. I'm like, let's give a bit of style and flair, you know. I've got yeah. the city background and you've got the the pink and the colors and the and the outfits. So yeah, I'm like pocket square. <laughs> it's very stylish. Yeah, $150 Italian, uh, uh, Italian silk, you know. It's uh, but that's that's the kind of style. That's the that's the level we play here, you know. Yeah, that's the way to go, of course. <laughs> and we would love to know more about you. How did you start your career, and how you became so famous, and how did you build a successful PR company? Yeah, so I started my career in Australia. 50, 17 years ago, I'm in Sydney and born in Brisbane, lived in Sydney, and I created my career in the entertainment business. So when you're in the entertainment business, you have one job to promote yourself, to sell yourself, to get known, to get famous, to get people to know you and see you. Because the more people see you, the more people think of you, the more people think of you as the person for the opportunity. And then I travel around the world and then I left that world and spoke and then 2020 happened and we couldn't do that anymore. And then I started this PR firm. So you know, we help people and we help brands and companies publicize what they do in the media, television, press, podcasting, stages, and then also really give them a plan to help them. That's incredible. And from your personal experience and just, of course, your experience, what's the biggest misconception people have about PR? That people think they're famous and they should get written about. The people that, that people think they're cool and they should be verified. The people think that they should be more known because they're really good at what they do. You know, the one thing that hurt me for a long time is when I was an entertainer, I was, I was struggling, I was broke. And I thought it was because I had to have the best tricks or the coolest suit or the coolest website or the coolest showreel. And it wasn't, I wasn't seen enough. You know, I wasn't in magazines. I wasn't in the press. I wasn't seen. There wasn't a lot of eyeballs on me. And it frustrated me because I was working really hard and I saw these people I didn't like that weren't very good. You know, if you ever felt that, you see other people that they're not good. She's not a good speaker. She's not a good podcast host. She's not that pretty. Like it doesn't make sense to you, right? Because we work so hard, but it doesn't work like that. It's really the marketing. It's really the the eyeballs and the, and when you're in the press and when you're in the media, it, it gives you a perception that you must be doing something right. So a lot of people forget it's not about the most talented or the most skillful. It's the person like who is seen the most, you know? And a lot of people get frustrated by that because it's like this game that you have to play, but it's not a, always the best game. You know, it, look, we would love to believe that it's the person with the, the the best questions on a podcast host or the best, most good looking person or the best singer. No, it's the person's marketing. And that's what a lot of people forget. And the moment people complain are the moment I say to them, hey, like, why don't I see you more? Why aren't I seeing you in the media? Well, something's not working. So that's that's probably the biggest misconception. Yeah, that's true. But also, I know like so many people do want to get famous, but they don't have budget for it. Do you always have to have a budget to get the most PR and to get seen by others? 
Or look at the end. Of, yeah, look at the end of the day. You know, money money is just an exchange of service to get you what you want. So when people say they don't have money, it's like, okay, well, how else are we going to use get other people's time and help? Like creatively, if you can do favors for them, if you can work for them, but everybody wants the the Lamborghini, but no one has the money to buy it. So that's why the very few people have a chance to buy it. You know, so I always share with people, listen, at the end of the day, you're a brand. And do you, how much money do you think Coca-Cola spends on its brand every year? A, bil a billion dollars minimum, a billion. So that's Coke and this is you. And you only want to spend $1,000 a year on your brand, $5,000 a year. People forget how long it takes and how much it's going to cost. And I think a lot of people aren't really willing to go all in with it. And I think that's the the truth behind this whole big game. And I'm not afraid to tell people. And I think a lot, it's the same thing with you, right? Look, well done you for consistently doing podcasts, so guests, interviews, right? How many on? How many on, are you on now? Well, I have many, over you know. 170, 577 okay. guests Great. now. Great. So do you think like, wow, like, and, and I don't know what, what episode was like when it went like that, but it definitely wasn't three podcasts. It wasn't 10, probably not even 20. Maybe it was a hundred until you started to get traction. I'll, I'll personally tell you something. When I, when you, when you reached out to my team, they obviously vet, vet the people. Then they send it to me for final approval, right? Because I'm I'm the guy. And I looked at your soap profile and I saw all these other people, people I knew. Of course, I'm going to say yes. One, because I know the people. Two, because you've done the work, right? I didn't have to really, I didn't have to watch a whole podcast. Consistency and people committing is sexy to me. Like that's really important for me. So you've done the work. You've interviewed people. You've got people that are higher value that I look up to. She must be doing something right. Okay, cool. I'm in. It's that simple. So I think that that that's the big problem that people aren't willing to put in the time. And you need money. You need something to at least help you get something back. We use where's my money? We use we use this credit card. We use credit cards, right? We use credit cards to pay someone to get something. Until the time where that changes, people forget. People want everything for free. I'm like, why do you so deserve that? And then what happens, and I know I'm giving you a lot right now, what happens is really they don't want to, it's not they don't want to spend money. It's fear. They're afraid they're going to lose it. They're afraid of, am I going to make it? Is this going to work for me? Am I going to do this? And I think that's when it comes down to a really honest point for people. Do you really want to do it? If you do, do you believe in yourself to do it? And are you willing to keep failing over and over and over again? Because people, you're not going to give someone $5,000, $50,000, and that's it. If it was that easy, we'd be all doing that, right? Hey, here's $10,000, I'm out. I'm done forever. No, you're going to give $10,000, $50,000, 15000000 And what's going to happen? Something's going to work and something's going to fail tremendously. And it's not always the $15 investments that give you the, the give that fail. Sometimes it's the 100 grand investment. Oh my gosh, I thought that was going to kill. No. I've spent so much money on advertising my services all around the globe. And I pay, I've pay. i given money to people to, to for, for, for adver, advertising opportunities, whether it's stages, whether it's press, whatever. 
And I'm like, man, this is going to kill. I get nothing. Okay. But I got this. There's always something I can get, but I never got the return. So, yeah. I know I gave you a lot right there. No, Very that's fine. I think just many people are afraid of PR or afraid paying for it because they don't see. I mean, not they don't see, they don't know the value of it. And yeah. return on investment, it's um might be risky sometimes, but they don't know what's the return on investment. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I get it. Yeah. What what's is, the return, what's yeah. the return what's the return on investment of working out every day? Well, it's it's depending, you know. But yeah, but what, what do you like? What's the return? Okay, so you pay forty dollars for the hundred dollars, maybe two fifty at Equinox a month for a gym, right? What's the return on that? Well, you know, you well, know. don't even think about it. They just pay it because they, they pay. It. Yeah, yeah, because it, they because they know because deep down there is a return. You feel better. You perform better. You you look better. You know, you're you're you you feel sexy on the inside and out. Yeah, but I think a lot of people. A lot of people, including me, you know, we don't get taught business. Our dad or our mom or our family or, or our mentors or our, our elders are supposed to show us. No, I didn't get taught this. My dad was a business guy, but he had a very ethnic, strategic style of doing business. And then after I left home and I saw the world, I'm like, that that's great in one aspect, but on a larger scale, no way. So if you didn't get told that not every investment is an ROI, like that's not how life is. I think people just fit, fit. everything is dollar in, dollar in, five dollars back, and they and then and they realize where where why they don't grow. You got you got to have so much abundance, and really realize: is, Are you in this today, or you're in this forever? Right. Same thing for you. You get ready. You put on your makeup. You you, you maybe iron the dress like. What's the ROI on, on all this makeup and everything? It's to feel good. It's to be present. It's to look amazing, to be present for your guest. And then maybe three guests later, 500 guests later, something goes like that. You get the email. I'm ready to invest half a million dollars into your podcast because of all the work you did for the last two years. That's what people don't get. You know, it's not like overnight success. You have to do the constant work all the time. And you don't expect anything at first in yeah. because you never know. It's the same as brands. Like some brands, when they partner with influencers, they say, oh, well, you know, they're mixed emotions on it. So, of course, some brands get a lot of results, some don't. But it's also about the brand because audience sometimes doesn't respond well to some brands because they don't like it as much or some brands they love. So it's totally, I mean, it depends. And some brands just want overnight success, just like, <laughs> and also he's setting up his small budgets and he just expect you to blow it up so high that, you know, <laughs> that they will get all the sales. And, and now mainly most of the companies know that, but before, you know, when influencer world were just starting, they did not know that it takes some time sometimes to actually get all these sales and they're like, what's the return on investment when you partner with influencer or, you know, uh, just someone on Instagram? Well, it depends because sometimes it takes for audience to see it a few times before they actually buy it. Sometimes they buy it right away. And it's just, 
dependent on the brand. So you can't just expect instant results sometimes. Sometimes it does take time to actually blow it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm, and I, I agree with you. And I, I'm really big on telling people. I get it. I'm the same. I'm super impatient. I get it. But I have to remind myself as well. And every time when people make those kind of comments, I always ask them how long they've been going in their business, how much, how much testing have they done, how much have they invested into like, sorry, how much people have they invested into product market fit? It, it, there's so many, there's so many elements to the, to the to the game of business that people just are not willing to like actually be honest about. I think most people do know it takes time. I think just people just want it now and they're not willing to admit, man, I maybe I'm going to be in this game for five years. There's that saying, right? That it's like, Hey, are you willing to sacrifice in the next six years, six days a week, no, nothing else to get 50 million? Like I will guarantee you this or, or your success what is all this? Get someone to write down all their success. What do you want? You want the husband, the wife, the kid, all this stuff that you want. Great. Let's write it down. Okay, great. I'm going to give this to you guaranteed 10 years time, but I'm going to need 70 hours a week from you every week for the next 10 years. Are you ready for that? Oh, oh, by the way, you're going to get beat. You're going to get abused. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get stories made up of you. You're going to get your heart broken. You're going to get scammed. You're going to get a bad business partner. But if you do, if you hold out and give me 70 hours a week for 10 years, you will get that. Now people like shit. No, I don't want that. And I think these are the conversations I have to have for myself a lot. Like I'm 34. Yo, I've got 30 years. Really? You know, like, like most, 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 and I don't know what the number for women is. But most men aren't really cracking the surface till 45, 50, 55, 60, right? And it's like, I every, every time I'm like, dude, I need to relax. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, not every, not every week is, not every week is going to be the, the five figure, six figure revenue. Like we go to these stupid ideals of like, what is wrong with us? I'm healthy. I get to work for myself. I get to control my own time. I get to do podcasts. I don't have anyone on my back that I should be grateful of that opportunity because there are people in these buildings right here in Miami that are now going home. They have two days off. It's Friday. They're two days off until rat race again for $45,000 a year. How could I complain? How dare I? It's disgusting. We should be so grateful. So, but I know I've done IT project management for eight years. It was terrible working. What did you home. do? Yeah, it's the worst. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. What? Who did you? What did you do for eight years? I've done. I managed huge projects for AT and T and Cricket, Sprint. It's not worth it, right? So I'm like sometimes twelve hour shifts, and sometimes I worked even like at night because we had to do all this migrations from huge project i've done the last one was um for at&t and cricket so all the cricket customers were transferred to at&t um new software and we had to run that software like 24 7 so we had like three shifts we had to be in the office the whole time yeah and it was miserable after that i did not want to go back to the office that's yeah, why yeah, i yeah. my friend yeah you don't you don't yeah go go go, go. like we, we've now you know as I sort of call it, try, we've, cut, we've, we've had the best champagne or the best caviar of life. 
I can't go back to that now, you know? It's like if you go first class, you can't go back to peasant class. Yeah, I would not even want to go on a trip because I would have to fly and coach. I was like, I'm not, I would not even yeah, go yeah, yeah. I can't fly but, but, in, in first but, but Right, but that's how it feels like that I get to wake up every day and create the life that I want to create. Is it hard? Absolutely. But you know what? This is life is so much more better for my whole overall being than having to go to an office make 50 grand a year work for people with small mindset like i'm too i'm i've I've tasted the final wine of life i just like it's not happening so it's like either i'll die or i'll just figure it out you know and 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 it's hard for new people who haven't grown their own business but just if you're willing to hold out compared to everybody else you can't lose you'll figure it out yeah how important is it in your opinion to have your personal brand and how do you grow and monetize your personal brand yeah so well you got to start building community doing what you've done is right now now women and men watch you when their podcast comes out they listen for me but more so they listen for you hey i like her i trust her she's built something So when I grew a YouTube channel, I grew my YouTube channel to 57 million views as a magician, right? And I did a one to two, one to three videos a week. And I built the community. So the question I always ask people is like, hey, what what do you want to be known for? What do you want to do? Start using your phone to create content. Start putting out content. Start creating ways to build people to follow you. And you have to be consistent and you have to allow it to take time. And I think time and patience, that's like the main key. Yeah. But 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 patience, but consistent consistency over 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 years. Like we want to get it done in a month. Give like, are you willing to do a video, a podcast a week for three years with no changes? That's tough. Took me three, probably two, three years to get traction on my YouTube channel. So I think, I think, well, not I think, I feel, and I know this, there has to be someone enjoyment behind pushing through the pain of like nothing. Because if you're doing this with a monetary goal in mind or like a fame goal in mind, it ain't going to last. Because I don't know how long it's going to take for you to crack it. I don't know. So I think to your question, building that personal brand it's going to take time. It's going to take months, years, maybe a decade, but it will work because you can't lose if you're willing to stay and build that. What's, in your opinion, the best advice to monetize your personal brand? To monetize it? Yeah. Yeah. So the you need to, you got to think always, that's a good question. Always take yourself out of the situation. Think of it if you were an investor. So you got you got three million dollars to invest into this into this entity, right? Let's say you're this entity. This is you, and you're the and this is the money, right? The, the the jackpot. You're about to give all this money to this person. Okay, so what does this person have that's valuable for you to have the money? That's how you got to think. So to monetize, I'd be looking at eyeballs. People want eyeballs. People want attention. So for example, for you, I would create a one pager. A one pager is like one PDF. I would say and have the photos of the most famous people that people would know. I would have a very clear amount of these and the amount of views I get per episode. 
these the amount of downloads or whatever it is, that's one way to go to a sponsor and say, how would you like to be at the beginning of every episode? We have these amount of people hearing the brand. So you got to think if people got to monetize into your product or brand, what do they get out of it? Like they have to get something out of it. It doesn't always have to turn straight into client clients or customers or, or revenue. But, but if you want to monetize what you do, like you've got what you do, your skill set, you've got a course, you've got speaking from stages, you've got advertising or wearing someone else's clothes. Like I could easily, and I will soon work with a suit company. I'm always in a suit. I'm always out and about. What a great way for someone to be like, hey, what, what kind of suit do you wear? Oh, I get asked all the time, you know, oh, I wear this. Great. So you're a walking billboard if you want. You can be a you can be a, a brand ambassador. So not only can you promote through through the brand, but you could also be like the face of their company too. So speak stages, courses. I love courses. If I were you, I would be teaching people how to create their own podcast. Yes, that it works. I'm actually planning that in New Year. So I'm working on it now. So yeah, it's coming. Yeah, you don't, it's it's super easy. It's like that whole making money while you sleep thing. So the the whole course aspect is great. You can you can create the course on one day, then you have the videos and you sell it. You just give it to people, you're done. You created yeah, I know, it. But there are some stigmas around courses now. Everyone is like, oh, I don't want to be listening to someone's course. I don't want to be taking those courses. Everyone is selling them. But like, how else would you learn? It's very I've taken courses when I was starting too, and they helped me and they educated me on some things that I didn't know. So it's yeah. very helpful. I come, guess. Come, come, come back to the abundance mindset. People like, I don't want to listen to a course. This what happens if I told you that if you listen to one thing in this course, it will make you a million dollars. Would you listen to it? Oh, absolutely. That's the way you go to think, right? That's the way you go to think. When I get a book, when I get a book, there are books over here. When I get a book, I'm not reading for every word. I'm looking for the one piece. I'm looking for the one thing. Oh, that makes sense. That's it. I'm done. I'm just looking for information, right? And I and you people have got to get away from like, well, it's a course. It could be anything. You're paying money for information, knowledge. You're paying money for that. You've done all the hard work. Here's here it is all packaged with a bow. You just open it up and use it. You don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, so many people complain of not having money or not having their own brand, not having their own business. But what do they do every day to do that? Like I study myself. I mean, I, I learn every day. I read, I research, I do right. all the work all the time. Right. I'm constantly looking and like trying to see what strategies I can implement to make everything better. And right. I'm doing that every day, all day. And not just once it's a constant work. It's so easy to go nine to five. Oh my God. It's so easy, but you can be in the same place for 10 years, whatever, how many years, but having actually your own brand or being an entrepreneur, that's so much work, but you have different outcome from it. It's definitely rewarding, more rewarding on different levels. It's, I mean, it makes you feel great too, because you don't have to 
work for anyone but from your personal experience for someone who wants to start their own brand and who wants to actually transition from nine to five to being an entrepreneur what's the best advice firstly you have to make a commitment that you're going to figure it out do you really want to do it do you really want to do this Stop, stop, stop saying, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Just commit to it. First thing I would do is I, I, I would use money. You need to think I have to use money to invest in myself. Yes, you can get on YouTube. You can get on this. But trust me, you're eventually going to have to use money to get help. So if you're completely broke, then go on YouTube and how to make an extra $500 a week. And you can put stuff into YouTube. There are people who go, this is how, like, get that part sorted first. Because you don't want to be trying to grow something with no money. That's that's like trying to have a plan and and not having enough money to feed it and water it. Like you're really putting yourself in a hard position. So making the commitment, figure making having some kind of money to invest into yourself. And I would find a mentor. I would find a coach. I you know here's the great thing. There's so many courses now online for like twenty seven dollars. That they're not going to be all that great, but Maybe it's good enough. Put the time into your learning. You know, everybody wants to learn fast and quick. Yo, just take your time. But you got to commit. And I think a lot of people are not willing to commit. That's super hard, right? You have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a mom or a dad or a family member that doesn't want you to grow. That's tough. Especially if you're as a woman or a man, if you're in a relationship and you, let's say you, you know, you live with them or you see them a lot and their mindset is, is safety and comfort and shelter. And you now want to go and hunt and search and explore and take risks. They don't want you to do that because it, because it, it's, it's intimidating for them. They don't want you thinking bigger because it's easier for them. It's actually selfish, isn't it? They don't want you to do it. That's selfish. So I think, as a real truth today is understanding that it's probably not as much the investment part of your courses. It's you're going to have to allow people to, that's tough. That's tough. Cause they don't want you to win. They don't want you getting successful because they, because it make intimidates them, especially boyfriends. Then and I feel with for women more than men, you know, I have a lot of female clients and I've told them, I said, let me ask you a question. Do you have a male or, or female, right? Can't assume now, but male or female in your life that supports your mission, supports this. Most say yes. Some say they don't know. I say, how are they going to feel when you show them how much money you're going to invest in me and you and not just me? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the first larger investment, but I'm a little, I'm a little guy compared to all of the things, clothes, travel, fashion, like brands, filming, content. I'm just, the, I'm the first large chunk of your life. And I said to them, how are they going to feel when they find that out? And she will go, I don't know. I'm scared. And I'm like, you need to start having this conversation now because it doesn't matter how much, how much you want to grow. If you have things and people that are pulling you down, that's going to be extremely challenging for you to grow. So you need to pull off the band-aid and have that conversation now. And it's and it I'll tell you something. I think it is either the hardest thing or one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do. 
because rejection you can get over for some reason rejection gets you can you can be pretty guarded with that but now you have to get rid of a friend or a, or a, a girl or a guy or your mom or your, that has been with you for your whole life usually or very close to you and you have to tell them mom dad auntie boyfriend girlfriend lover i'm doing this and i'm doing it and if you want to support me great but if you don't i'm it's done oh i went through a lot like on the personal side and the family side they didn't support it at first they thought it's just like a joke i'm just yeah. like i need to get a real job and this is bullshit what i'm doing my instagram bullshit that's what they called it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't call it anymore <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i started that's what it was and they yeah. like not they didn't believe in me they just didn't believe in this what a yeah. i know what i was doing because they didn't know anything about it it was so new and i did it was it was kind of very upsetting to me that i did not have much support from my family and and loved ones that they didn't really think it was serious enough and that i should invest my time in it but it was for i mean a couple years when i was starting i've had that after i got huge results basically right away and i i did prove myself to them i mean i wasn't even trying but i still did and of course they changed their opinion after and but it was so hard at first and what i've learned from that is just for whoever is listening if your loved one or someone has an idea you should support them on it because you never know what kind of idea it might be really good idea that might retire the whole family so yeah but but it's hard, yeah. And congrats on pushing through. Most most I didn't know, you know, men men have a way we're just in our DNA to push through a little bit more. Women, it's very a lot more harder. I, I really value women who who really take, especially when you're younger as well, to because there's so many stereotypes for a woman of marriage and family, and there's a lot more things that guys we feel it in different ways, but we're, we're driven on, we're driven on, on hunting and, and, and power and, 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 you know, being the man. So it's like, it's like in this, our DNA to go and hunt, to go and jump, to take that risk. Women is different, nurturing support. Don't, don't, don't take that risk. So I, I applaud every girl that, you know, that at that, for, for her to take a jump because it's a it's a lot and rejection for a woman is way more worse than rejection for a man when used to it rejection for a woman is like a, th a thousand times worse you know it's hard enough for men i couldn't understand how would it be for women right that's why women just can't deal with it but if it's if hard women... but i've been independent and on my own since right. i was 17 so right. i'm like hustler <laughs> hey, yeah, so i've been you know really supporting myself since like teenage years so right. for me, it was fine I, I took the challenge in a yeah, yeah yeah and you know and i'm sure you could tell everybody it's actually like now it's not as hard as it's not that hard right is it like it, it's hard at the beginning but rejection now for me is like it it doesn't hurt it, it pains it's like an ant bite it's like, ooh, sometimes. But in the beginning, it was like a shark bite. It's like, damn it, I'm out. I feel, I feel terrible, you know. She didn't text me back. She didn't get back to my proposal. What's going on? But when you're when you're in flow so much, you need to have a lot going on. 
Because if you're relying on one girl, one guy, one proposal, one agreement, one opportunity, they're just going to fall. But if you've got 15 here, 15 there, 12, like you don't care. You're just like, okay, what on what can I have learned from that? Interesting. I'll come back to that later, but I'm going to focus on this one. And you just... Yeah, so true. Plus being in this industry and being an entrepreneur taught me so many things that I kind of start relying, not relying, but thinking about circumstances too. Like sometimes you don't have to push. It will align perfectly. Even if you don't push it, just trust the process, trust the timing and it will work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's a good point. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm, I want to, I want to know all the answers. And I don't want to know what I could have done better and what, why didn't like, you know, why didn't the client call me back? What did I do wrong? I try and call them. I, like, you just don't know. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. Sometimes, like when you have the biggest, biggest clients and they kind of say no, but then they come back two years later and say and reach out to you personally after. <laughs> Saying, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's not your fault. Most of the time, it's not as much your fault as you think. Like, obviously, if you did a bad job or you were rude or it wasn't good, but most of the time, I've realized it's all in our head, and a lot of the times, it's on them. Some people are scared, most people are scared. Let's just deal with that. Most people are scared, most people are scared to invest in themselves. It's scared to invest in in time that they're not sure what's going to happen. Scared to invest in putting 100 and how many podcasts, 150, 30 podcasts you've done with no monetary return, with no expectation. That's they're scared. So when you when you understand that from people, it takes a lot of energy off you, right? It's like it, it's actually disappointing for me the amount of people that are scared. They're so scared. Yeah, they're scared to change their lives and they're scared to take the leap of faith. Yeah. But yeah. They sometimes, just freaked out. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. But sometimes they still wait for this moment. And those moments usually come when they push you to the point where you just still have to do it anyway. Like sometimes you're afraid of something, you don't do it, but then it's like circumstances align the way that you are pushed into this so i agree with you yeah what's the best advice you ever received like business advice you ever received in your life i don't know if there's a best i, I think you can't get like i sort of said it before the 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 worrying concern is so little compared to the bigger the bigger problem we we tend to worry and concern a lot on things that aren't you know, I'm not a past person. I'm a future kind of guy. Like, what's going to happen? Okay, I can't do anything right now. Like, I'm with you. I'm present with you. Okay, there's tomorrow. I know. Okay, I'm going to LA tomorrow. Okay, cool. I could probably organize, like, what time I'm going to, like, get my stuff done in the morning and go to the airport. Okay, that's it. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night. I don't know what's going to happen next week. So I, I don't know if it's the best, but I definitely know that it doesn't matter how many, how much control freaks we are as entrepreneurs, because there is an element of, of, of narcissism and control, because that's why we do our own thing. It's okay. Let it be. Just let it be. Emotional control has helped me a lot. No one really told me that, but it's been something that's been reoccurring for my whole life. How do you deal with these emotions? Like people will, will have, I've seen people break over just crumble. They can't control this. 
they're weak. They're so weak. They look strong, but they're so weak. And I think the good thing about like being resilient, you don't care. You don't give, you don't really care. You care, but you don't. Okay. Like next, that whole next thing is very powerful. If people can understand it. The next, he said, no, next. And I use that kind of speed. The speed is a really sexy thing in our space because you can jump onto the next thing, the next client or the, like it, you don't get caught up. You're not like worried and thought about it. Okay, next, just let's roll, whatever, man. Just, just next. So you like, were dating multiple women at the same time because now it's kind of like a trend. Everyone I, I believe, I, I do believe, well, as a heterosexual male, I, I, you know, I do like the opposite sex. I don't believe that you should focus all on one at the beginning because it's just not reality. Like well, when does the beginning stage goes to the next stage? Because, you know, some guys, you went from business to dating because I see this a lot right now happening with millennials and so many women get the same advice to date multiple guys at the same time. So you don't hurt, you don't get hurt and, um, you know, you don't get ghosted. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. Look, I hundred percent. Look, there is an element of women are like sales, like so they're like leads. You, you you know, you don't just have one lead in the pipeline and keep calling them if they don't pick up, they ghost you. So I think there is an element of of you have to be open for it. But I think there's also an element of communication that a lot of people are not willing to to talk about. And like that's you know, this is a little bit more deeper, but for for the as I call it the woke man, when you've traveled a lot, really it comes down to the communication aspects. If you just communicate and tell the people how things are and, and what's up, you never have to play games. You never have to play this kind of like, you know, I traveled for 10 years, 15 years. I know the game. I know the playboy vibe. Like I get it, but it's not in here. It's not real. And I think that, the, I think the, the, the problem is, is people are living in this kind of like fake la la or let's not text her back for four hours because that will make her do all that stuff is all just empty. You will attract that. So you do that. Guess what? You attract it. So the women I date, the clients I have, right? Because what's the difference between a client and a, and a relationship for me? A girl. We're just physical. Some some clients I'm closer than girls I've dated because I talk to them every day. I'm like, where are you at? Argue with them. Hey, I told you. Only thing is that we're just not getting naked in a bed together, right? But everything else. So like, I look at the clients in my life. I look at the 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 the, the women in my life. I look at you know any now. I have really good people in my life. I don't have to play. I don't play this game. Is like I, I attract you. Attract who you are, not what you say you are. So if you are honest here, if you if you if you're authentic here, dude, I have great clients. I have really good clients, and if they're not that great at the beginning, I set the intention. I set the ground rules. I set how it is going to be for us to win. These are the things that need to happen because the moment that you allow it to be free is the moment of shit. We need communication. When there's a problem, let's respect each other's time. This isn't, you don't just get to call the phone anytime you want and let's book a time, right? If, if I don't, I need you to be patient with my agency. This isn't a, this isn't a quick game, right? And you spent a lot of money with me. Guess what? I'm the expert. I know what I'm doing. 
So don't be like checking that you don't need to, right? Just like you don't have to go, you don't go to a fine dining restaurant and go check out what they're doing in the kitchen. You, you let the chef be the chef, you eat. So when you set the ground rules at a relationship, whether it's a client or physical or non-physical, watch magic happen. People respect you for it. Yeah, that's a great advice. Very passionate about well that. Well said. Yeah. No, I'm just because I'm passionate about it because I think a lot of people are not willing to have these conversations. A lot of people struggle in finding the love of their life, the partner of their life, business partner, clients. I look at a lot of the times who they are. Like what kind of messages are you putting out? You know, you you want people to be all, always on time and pay you, right? Uh, let me look at your life. Let me turn the mirror on you. Before we start judging other people, let's turn it back on you. Do you show up for yourself? Do you invest in yourself? Do you communicate with yourself? If you don't, why do you expect other people to do it to you? And that really hurts a lot of people because it confronts the truth. But you can fix that and you can change that. And it's... and and. Like I'll tell anybody, trust me, once you're at a place where you're authentic with yourself and you feel like you don't have to put on this kind of mask, you will so attract the people that are meant for you. And the others, guess what? They won't stay. They can't stay. They just can't stick. They just want, I've I, I felt it. People like, well, I wonder why that client didn't come through. Oh, that client did that six months later. Interesting how they didn't, they couldn't stick with me. Yeah, I totally believe in this too. Like who you are, that's what you attract. And sometimes we want to attract different people, but we don't do any work on ourselves. And yeah. Wondering still. But then if we actually do work on ourselves, then we start attracting different people. And like you said, some people will filter out from your life because they can't stay in your vibe anymore. They can't stay around you because you have different kind of energy now. Yeah, you know what? One one thing I'll share with you about being like as as authentic you can, as you can be, because we're all learning how to. I think it helps when you travel, and I think it helps. You know, I did it for fifteen years, so it's like you eventually find your 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 way. Your whole goal is figuring out how to detract people from your life. That's it's like disqualify, because when you're so radiating you, as I told you, the right ones will stay, and the wrong ones will go good please go like good because something's doing something's right you know and for all the people listening if you're noticing that even if you have two clients that you love okay let's go attract go and get more of those people i'd rather three i'd rather three clients that i love than 10 clients that i hate it's not worth it it's never worth it the money is never worth it the the the, the fame is never worth it the status is never worth it it's never worth it. Ask anybody. It's never worth it. It's it's more of a lesson. You're like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And your PR company, what services do you provide? And how can someone become a client and just yeah. talk more about it? Yeah, yeah. So people, you know, people, you know, we we really our our, our strength is taking someone who's listening and going from you know, they're making money, they're doing well, but they want to become the, the go-to in their space. Let's say if you're listening and you're in real estate and you want to be the number one in your local area, come and talk to me. You're a matchmaker and, you know, you're doing well, but you want to charge more money. You want to charge triple. You want to get higher end clients. Come and talk to me. Because the thing that we do in our PR agency is we package you up 
meaning we get really clear on who you help, me including for a long time, it wasn't clear on who I exactly help. You know, if you ask someone, who do you help? I help everyone. That means you help no one, right? Well, I help driven entrepreneurs. There's a lot of driven entrepreneurs making 30 grand a year. Like, let's be, so I help you get really clear on what you do. I position you. So we have to figure out how to use media and influences and all these people to position you up. So you're like the, the go-to, you look great. And then we tell the world, publicize you. So we package you up, position you and publicize you. And for all the people that are wanting to like, yo, I'm, I'm doing okay, or I'm doing well, but I want to go to that next level. That's come and talk to me because we're going to take you global. I want, I want to help you go global. Why, why are you worrying about Nebraska, Los Angeles? You know, let's get you to Libya. Let's get you to China. Let's get you to India. It's a billion people in India. Like your, what you do and what you help people with, there are people in 193 countries that need it. We just, they don't know you yet. Let's take you, package you up, position you as the go-to and tell India, tell Iran, tell Uruguay, tell Hungary, tell Ukraine, whatever, tell Australia. People, people are so closed off to where they're at. And my job and the team's job is to, to help you go global. So. Nice. That's incredible. And where can our listeners find you, your social handles, all your information? Yeah. Aceofspadesagency.com. Aceofspadesagency.com or JJ Live at J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jay, for being my guest. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.